You're listening to Biscuit Dough Radio. We tell the stories that nobody asked for. So you don't have to. And welcome to Biscuit Hi. Dough Radio. We are back, folks, and back. We are back. Uh, let's just start this off with an apology. You know what? No, we're not going to apologize. We love you guys, but Chris was dying. Hi. And now he's not. And so, if anything, uh, we should be celebrating. Questionable. What? That's debatable. It's debatable whether or not I'm still dying. Oh, well, I suppose that's true. But you, I can at least talk to you now. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't um, cough every time I talk. I just, uh, you know, cough if I uh, <laughs> if you feel breathe. like it. <laughs> <laughs> I cough on my own now. Okay, I don't need my body's I'm help. An, I'm a strong, independent cougher who don't need no man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, and to to those of you that listened to our last episode, um, if you would like to throw bagels at me, how about you throw. Um, yeah. virtual bagels in in the form of prompts to our emails because we're getting kind of oh, yeah. low and we need those just throw a bag of socks at matt because he lied to you oh geez. i didn't make those promises oh, okay yeah no i didn't lie to you though um i was these, these hands these hands are clean of shame <laughs> <laughs> i've seen those hands and they are not clean of anything you got They're shit cleaners? in every I crevice i just took a shower like an hour ago yeah but you're one of those guys that puts gloves on in the shower I know it. Oh, yeah, 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 I gotta keep my cultures clean, or my cultures unclean. Just a bunch of fucking yogurt in there. Okay, um, I want to be God. I have societies under my nails. I am not about genocide. I will not kill all of the cultures that are developing under my fingernails. I'm... I'm letting them grow, and then one day I'll lift up the nail and let them all come walking out, and uh, we'll take over the government. You're a daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, this is Biscuit Dough Radio, and if you haven't guessed, this is a podcast How you doing? all about making movies. Um, we tell the stories that nobody asked for so that you don't have to. Um, and so True. again, you should be thanking us for the service we provide. <laughs> I don't know why this is my attitude today. All right. Wow. <laughs> uh, all my laughs are going to peak and I love that. Um, okay. So, um, that being said, uh, we are going to go through taking some of your prompts that you've submitted wow, and wow, wow, turn them wow. into short film ideas that will inevitably yes. be, uh, filmed at some point or another. Yes. So what's another? Uh, what, what's a, what, what do you mean? Some point or another? How do you? Some point is any point in time in the future. What is? What does another mean? Well, it's obviously not this point, so it might be another point. This is well, also some point. If, if it's some point, that means that it could be any. Good point. If, it, if it's not any point, <laughs> then it's any other point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So these will be turned into films at any other point. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I don't remember who went because I don't pay enough attention and it's also been two weeks since I have been alive. Yeah, it's been anyway. two weeks since we last did this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, uh, I did, I, I performed in a, uh, a live stream play this past weekend, which 
for those of you that that tuned into that or were a part of it because i know some of you uh, are some of you listeners were actually in that play uh it was a great time it was a ton of fun uh, i learned a lot about myself and about how the world works um i learned about uh, about my body you know um i learned That's a lot interesting yeah i learned a lot about um the meaning of life the mm. the 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 way i fit into this puzzle um so it was it was a a life-changing experience in some ways and uh i i'm grateful for the opportunity so thank you again to those that tuned in but also be aware that was why uh one of the reasons we had an issue last week i will not let it happen again and what i mean when i say that is i will absolutely let it happen again so there yeah you're uh I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm a dad. All right. Um, so um, I'm going to just go ahead and pick one for you because it's going to be fun. And Holy shit, dude. Yeah, so uh, you're going to do one. I'm going to do one. Then we're going to work together. I like I like the okay. feeling of yeah, that. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. These ones are just throwaway stories in, in the beginning here. Yeah. And, and we're yeah. going to warm up and then... We're going to mix our juices together at the end. They're so. throwaway stories unless they're amazing, like every one that I make. I know. Oy, I, oy, 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 oy. I, dude, that's true. Um, you are much better at this than I am. I am just uh, <laughs> I am just here to be a board that you sound off against. Um, and uh, so you're like, you're like the taint. You're what the balls bounce off of the backboard. <laughs> <laughs> are you the balls in this analogy? <laughs> Or the balls I'm come throwing. out of your mouth. You're fucking Mr. I'm Bucket right now. You pop I'm the balls out of balls. your mouth, and they hit me, the taint. And, um, Mr. Bucket. Oh. Uh, Bucket's a boo. The stories uh, are your balls. Okay. So um, <laughs> this is a, a prompt submitted by our good friend Joe. Joe, thank you so okay. much. You are, are a gentleman and a scholar always Yo, Joe. always coming through for us, um, though you haven't sent any in for a little while. Um, so, you know, fix yourself. Um. Wow, wow. I know, dude. It's this heat. Ugh. I know. My heat. It's like 30 I know. It's thirty outside. degrees in my office, dude. It's not just thirty <laughs> degrees outside. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Joe submitted the prompt: belly rumbling, comma, hunger never satiated. Uh, you know, I I have a similar issue right now where my belly's rumbling, but I don't think it's hunger. But uh, what, what do you think it is? That's what's in there, bud. Something. Uh, nothing really, but it wants to get out. So. <laughs> That's a really interesting idea. Is that nothing comes out of you? Like, okay. like not, right. <laughs> not like you open your mouth and nothing comes out. But like you open your mouth, maybe that's what happens when you eat stuff, right? Because the stuff disappears, and so what? No, it doesn't. When it goes in you, no, no. What happens when you eat, Chris? <laughs> it becomes liquids and then becomes poo-poo and goes out the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's spaghetti, it becomes a portal of which to pay your employees. Um, oh, that might be what's happening to me. I had spaghetti yesterday. Oh, damn. Did you think it? A, uh, I'm creating a portal. Now I ate it two bowls worth. I'm going to have another one more done. I'm sorry. Did you say two balls worth? Boils. Boils worth. Nice. Boil. <laughs> oh, boil rules. <laughs> God damn, we are funny today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go is ahead. That what this is? Belly, <laughs> it must feel weird for you because you're never funny. Um, oh, oh. Belly, 
<laughs> can you just can you belly rumbling uh, hunger never satiated go it's never satiated all right so i'm take this back to like when i was a teenager yep. uh, you know and uh you know so so here we are so a teenager maybe like 14 15 is just sitting there late at night playing video games you know having fun like and, you do uh, and uh, they get up it's like two or three in the morning they get up and they're like mm, hungry so they open up the old freezer pull out a six pack of hot dogs and just start cooking that shit in the freezer and, uh, no they put it in a bill boiling water no i'm saying you keep your hot dogs in the freezer uh, yeah oh okay well because because it was like you never know when you're gonna have them so you don't want them just sitting there in the refrigerator getting all soft and questionable you keep that shit fresh you gotta keep your wiener hard yeah. <laughs> you don't but, want uh, soft wieners <laughs> so it's, so the team just like oh, all six of these hot dogs down no problem and they're like alright well that should be good so they're sitting there playing video games again and they're like god I'm still hungry so they go in the kitchen they start eating some more shit just anything they can find and nothing is fulfilling their need and they're like what is happening to me am i changing that you know someone never told them about like like puberty puberty and stuff there's like something's wrong with me (laughs) so they just keep eating they're like there's like a void inside of me i think i'm dying but it's like three in the morning so they can't talk to their parents about it or anything Right. They just keep they just keep eating and eating and eating, and and uh, the next morning, uh, when the sun comes up, the parents find uh, a teenager lying uh, lifeless on the ground, covered in foodstuffs, because they ate until they died. No, oh, it's like a seven situation. <laughs> yeah, the, the well, glutton. You know, the glutton. I, I was fighting against like going into like a uh, thinner. Oh yeah. You know, the guy eats the pie, the wicked pie, and can't eat food to get fat anymore. But uh, you know, I just remember being a being a being a young one and uh, feeling like I had an endless hunger. And I ate hot dogs for like an entire summer and then grew a foot and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do now. So I want to take that. I want to twist it because I don't want to kill off all of our teenagers. Um, so instead of <laughs> instead of going the route of, of murdering uh, underage youths, um, let's go. We didn't murder. They 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 died of overabundance. Okay, it can, wasn't murder. Can we agree that it's a problematic <laughs> thing for us to try and film for our channel? Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of killing kids on our comedy channel, how about we... are not a kid, it's a teenager. <laughs> uh, well, you know me. Remember, uh, there was a time when I don't remember what teenagers are called. Anyway, um, how about instead uh, the, the parents uh, don't wake up? You know why? Because the teenager ate them. So we open up on a teenager... Oh, yeah, this, like the kid like dis- dislocates their jaw and like starts swallowing their parents like a snake. Yeah. You see them like slithering across the bed and then like starting at the feet and just whomp, whomp, whomp. <laughs> yeah, because when I'm hungry, I I begin to exhibit all of the features of I mean, uh, of you know, a hungry like, animal. 
Yeah, like, yeah, have yeah. you have you never, like, just roamed around like a gorilla in your kitchen while you're going to make food? <laughs> I actually did that not too long ago. Um, That's so, what I'm saying. <clears throat> <laughs> the primal instincts come out. <laughs> so, so we, we, um, we see, like, we, we fade to black on this, this teenager, like, just rifling through the refrigerator. And when we cut back in, um, it's on, like, all these, like, open containers just strewn across everywhere. And, uh the camera follows basically like a trail of empty wrappers and like uh food oh. foodstuffs into the parents bedroom <laughs> where we see like disheveled blankets and stuff and then we just Excuse see like me. the teenager asleep on the floor and they wake up and look around and they're like mom dad where Wait. are you um also i want i want i just thought of this like so as, as the teenager is like rifling through things, it like keeps cutting away and cutting back, and like suddenly they're wearing a loincloth and they have like peanut butter smeared across their face and like face paint. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they just start becoming like a wild beast. <laughs> <laughs> they look like uh, uh, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor Thomas from um, uh, Jungle, Jungle Jungle. Yeah. That's not that's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is in uh. Uh, what, what's his uh, name? Zachary, I think. Zachary Taylor Thomas. What's his None name? None of these. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> okay. Have you have you ever seen uh, Detroit Rock City? Uh, the Kiss song. Yeah, that was a movie about the Kiss song. I'm thinking no. Okay. Well, the well the the main character from that is the boy in Jungle of the Jungle. Okay. Well, that I'm helps me not at all. <laughs> I'm sending you a fucking picture. <laughs> okay. It's clearly you don't understand. You know, his name is Mimi. His name is Mimi Siku too. So keep that in mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna send you. I'm just gonna send you the Amazon Prime link to the movie because it's got a picture of him in the background. So oh, there you go. Jungle the jungle. Tim Allen. Jingle all the just way. Click on my fucking link that I saw. Oh you. yeah, I see him. Okay. Yeah, that's Mimi Siku. That's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> no. That's not Zachary Ty Bryan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that's also not the image that I had in my head of what it was. Who's where's the what's the one with um Jonathan Taylor Thomas and he's got arrows? That's that's a uh, son in law or whatever it's called. No, uh, son in law is fucking Polly Shore. <laughs> 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 Crotch, crawl, dad. What is that? Yeah, because you know what I'm talking about. I can't remember the name of the movie, but it ends with them at like a, a Native American themed camp. Uh, Man of the House. Yeah, is that it? Him and him and Chevy Chase uh, hang out and like they have a little. They uh, they have to catch the bad guys. Yeah, listener, hold on a second while Chris explains this movie to me. Go ahead. Um, cause Chevy Chase is involved in some uh, nasty dudes, and oh, yeah. uh, and Chevy's just trying to be a good stepfather to J J J J J J J J J, and um, but he doesn't believe him. He's just like you're a shitty guy, and then eventually he starts seeing that he's not that bad, and uh, and then he is. No, no, he's not. Oh, he's not. They, okay, they go to they go to camping, and the guys follow. And like all the kids set up uh, traps and shit. Um, Look at the young Chevi. But he then sometimes, sometimes I might also be confusing this with uh, 
Um, heavyweights where they trap Ben Stiller in the cage. Yeah, and he sticks a fork in the in the fly catcher thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There was a lot of camp movies. A delicious back in the 90s. Hershey kiss. Um, kids dressed dressed up in Native American ways and potentially problematic because there were no representation of Native Americans in any of those movies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, the film industry, you know, bunch of hey, shitheads. Cowboys um, and Indians. That's all the kids cared about, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so we go back to this teenager <laughs> can't find his parents. Uh, their parents, I guess it could be anybody. It's got it, peanut butter smeared all over their face. Yeah, ate they, it um, done done ate them. Done looks like at, Brendan looks like Brendan Fraser before they clean him off in Encino Man. God, such a good movie. You know, I've been going back and watching a bunch of movies because I I used to be a bigot and I didn't watch movies that I thought were like problematic for my soul. Um, mm-hmm. and so I'm going back and I'm watching <laughs> all these movies. And uh, what movie did I just watch? Uh. I think we maybe even talked about it. Uh, Monkey Bone. I just watched Monkey oh, yeah. Bone. God, man, Brandon Fraser is just so good in everything. I like, I like uh, Whoop Eyes constantly changing heads and stuff y- in that movie. Yeah, exploding heads as like a defense mechanism, but then yeah. just gets it again. And also just... the uh, imagery of the nightmares. Like, yeah. Weird, like, oh my god, the practical like... effects of all of those yeah. different nightmare <laughs> characters were awesome. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, so anyway, we're uh, eats eats the adults. Uh, looks at the camera, uh, shrugs his shoulders, and says, "What are you gonna do?" And that's the end of the video. And then it uh, uh, closes in like Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but then, like as the as the and then he he pops up and goes, bee, 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 bee. <laughs> and he pukes up a bone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, I actually know the the gentleman that does the voice of Porky Pig, so I could probably get some voiceover work for that if you, if you really wanted it. And then he, yeah, he like stops the the vignette from like closing in, and uh, and then consumes the audience, and that's the end of it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know how we would. Uh, is this like a like a forty experience type of thing where like. People are sitting there watching it, and as it ends, suddenly, like, a snake child appears and starts swallowing the audience. I don't know. Well, you said it consumes the audience. This is your damn movie. You make the the decision. Or is this like a... Oh, I get it. It's like in Gremlins 2, when uh, the Gremlins start fucking with the movie reel, and Hulk Hogan's like, Hey, brother, you better stop it. I want to see the rest of this movie. Because they're watching Gremlins 2... But gremlins are also in the real world oh, damn. fucking with things. And Hulk Hogan's watching gremlins too inside of gremlins too. Yeah. I love it. Genius, of course. It all makes sense. If only we can get <laughs> Hulk Hogan to beat up the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, thanks, Joe. I hope you appreciated that. Um, and just remember, you did this. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was your fault. That's true. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, give me a good one. I mean, they're all good ones, but like, give me, give me oh, one that feels uh, right in your heart. Magnetic Lobster by Tyler. All right. All right. What's Here's what we got. Big Popeye. 
So, um, bottom of the ocean floor, Dude, which may, I mean, that seems oxymoronic, uh, because what is the bottom of the ocean floor? Yeah. If you, if you say ocean floor, I think that means the that bottom. is the bottom, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, if, uh, if we're on the, the, if you're the bottom of the floor is like what's underneath the floor, which is the mantle of the earth. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ocean floor or is at the crust. I don't remember the layers of the earth. Did you say juicy crust? I said, or is it the crust? Crust. Um, lobster is, you know, scanning the surface of the ocean floor, uh, picking up random things to eat, finds something shiny and is attracted to it. We can get this nice, cool little close-up shot of their, like, sporadically moving eyeballs, stalk things that they have. Um, looks down, grabs whatever the shiny thing is, and just gulps it down, right? And... Um, continues along their merry way when uh, they approach what you, the viewer, know is a like lobster basket, like the fishing baskets that they use from like uh, what is that? What is that one show? Like dangerous fishing boats? Deadliest catches? Yeah, that's it. Deadliest catch. Um, so uh, lobster sees it wise wise enough to turn around does so and starts to scuttle away when all of a sudden um whatever that shiny thing was that it had consumed was a magnet and it pulls itself back in to this cage and uh the uh lobster gets caught and brought up and they pull it off you know they they attribute its stagnation to just not wanting to come out of the basket but really it's the magnetism that keeps the the lobster from moving and uh they they take it they box it up and ship it off to the the red lobster or whatever where it's meant to be cooked and um you know because no animals can be harmed in the making of our films um the lobster uses the magnetism after having been uh, around it long enough to pull silverware from a server's tray that's like walking by um like it like let's just say like just for comedy's sake the the magnet has made its way down into like the tail because god knows what the physiological makeup of a lobster is like who knows where their stomach is um but this like somewhere in the middle of their body yeah maybe i'm gonna (laughs) say i'm gonna say that uh this earth magnet that it consumed has plugged (laughs) plugged up its duper uh that's the poop shoot it's dirt whistle so it's it's got so it's got poop uh butt magnet yeah and uh it lifts its tail up to the side oh yeah okay okay i got okay well if, if he's got butt magnet what i envision is him like going through this restaurant and like pulling all the uh cutlery towards his butt but as it collects it gives him like big legs so he's like walking oh he's like a big, fucking big Zord? metal legs <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right well we haven't gotten there yet um so magnetic lobster um attracts the silverware to the outside glass so that it's like stuck between its tail and and you know it's like pressed against the glass of the display case where people like select the lobsters they're gonna eat and it keeps doing this and and then there's too much pressure between its tail and because this is a powerful earth magnet and it starts to crack the glass 
and it breaks and all the lobsters get free and and of course all the people in in this restaurant are like scrambling to gather all of them um but we we find that it has the ability to like based on the directional uh angle of its tail uh it can kind of like not turn on and off its magnetism but like can block it you know the outer crust of the lobster keeps it from being magnetic all the time <laughs> only when it exposes its soft cushy belly can it pull things with its magnet so it basically like does it like it releases all of the things that it has collected or whatever by doing so and then it we see a close-up of its eyes look up at the the serving tray of somebody else that's walking by and it like tilts its tail and it pulls itself to the serving tray and it's just hanging upside down as it's like going by but the the hustle and bustle of this restaurant the server doesn't notice continues along their way and it drops off and escapes out of the restaurant well now it's a little lobster in an open world you know and uh and it can breathe outside of water because that's cool and um can they breathe outside of water is that a I thing? For, I, th- I think for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, trying to like, it's got this window like, of crabs, opportunity. Crabs and shit can too. So I mean. Yeah. Know. Window of opportunity uh, latches onto the side of a car and goes for the ride of its life. Um, we see very similar to like the turtle scene in Sonic the Hedgehog. It's just like whipping through what? six turtle scene. Yeah, in Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, when um, Sonic oh, picks I up that see. turtle and runs t- with him. I thought you were like, just making a vague reference to one of the games with oh, no. like, any sort of identifier for what the game was. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so this this sweet, sweet lobster gets a taste of the blast processor, grabs hold of a car, and, and goes for a 60-mile-an-hour cruise across the, the um, Ocean Avenue or something like that. Um, you know, you could have you easier just like said, like, the Finding Nemo turtle scene. I don't remember that one, but I like it. You know, they, they, they got on the turtle, and the turtle screwed. Righteous, oh, and the, and, righteous and the slipstream, the dude. Wave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's kind of accurate, except that it's not. So um, it makes oh, its way okay. around. Uh, <laughs> it, gets, <coughs> it gets a glimpse of the ocean <laughs> and continues on, um, releasing itself haphazardly at a turn. Uh, that the driver, you know, took too fast and flies off and is is quickly losing its window of oxygen, trying to make its way to the ocean so that it can eat and, and live and thrive. Um, so we see, like, this bouncing effect of various metallic items being used to make its way to the ocean again. And, uh, and then it, it finally does so. It, like, latches onto a, a passing boat or something like that and is is going around and everything and uh makes its way back home and it's a it's a nice happy story um you know about this lobster just just surviving making its way downtown walking fast and and magnetic uh superpowers and (laughs) and it becomes a a legend walking fast magnetic ass yes and it's homebound and it it makes its way home. It's this triumphant story, and it becomes like a god amongst all of the lobsters because every time it it sees these cages and stuff, it goes on like, you know, the the rescue mission essentially, and and saves all of the lobsters, and our entire lobster-based economy um, collapses, and humans uh, just kind of 
erupt and and dismantle all of the thing like people just start going crazy because you know those people who are like like red lobster fanatics and stuff well there's no more lobsters so they just start freaking out and it brings on like the human apocalypse and then lobsters rule the world that sounds right that sounds good that seems like the right way for things to be (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) um i feel like they'd do a better job than we have you know there is yeah there is a reason why um uh why we adore lobsters so much and it's because of their fighting spirit you know we i think it's because you can give them cool names like leonardo da pinci yes or lobster hercules like in um the tick Mm, i don't remember anything from the tick uh, it was the new one, which sadly oh. got canceled and makes me really, really sad because it was yeah. a fantastic show. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Amazon Whoa. Prime. Bring yeah. it back, y'all. Whoa. Two hops this time. <laughs> Hands on your beans. Left foot, uh, right stuff. <laughs> oh, no. We're <laughs> playing fucking Twister. Um, all right. Well, cool. Um, that being I'm said. Dying. Let's do my personal favorite part of the show, um, which is the ad reads. And yeah, y- y'all, hey, look, y'all, hold on, come, clo- come closer. Are you there this yet? I'm, I'm as close as I can get, baby. Oh uh, yeah, listener, come close. Listen, come. we did it, guys. Really? Hey, yeah, they're they're real. Yeah, we have a real ad read. I mean, we'll probably do, um, you know, some for our favorite sponsors like um, yeah. Wallace's Hot Warbin- Stuff or... Uh, uh, Warbenstahl's uh, Gray Beans. Yeah, yeah. Warbenstahl's Gray Beans are really good. Um, but uh, before we do that, let's actually talk about our very first sponsor of Biscuit Dough Radio, which is Death Drip Apparel. Oh, I was. I thought you were gonna make me say it, so I was like, I, I got all excited and got up to the microphone. And was like, <gasps> but you took that. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> all right. Um. So, uh, Chris, why don't you tell me about Death Drip Apparel, since you're already close to the microphone? Shit. See, now you put me on the spot. Now. <laughs> I didn't plan for this. Uh, all right. I just had the name. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll edit that back. Um, so our first sponsor is Death Drip Apparel. Was you that did good? It. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I want to lead this all, and we're not editing anything back. We're leaving all of this in. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, Death Drip Apparel, uh, run by a friend of ours, um, is a a local clothing brand. Um, that we are excited to uh, promote. Um, they they have a a coupon code that you can use, but more importantly than the money that you save is knowing that by purchasing from Death Drip Apparel, uh, you are supporting a a local brand. You are also supporting their mission. Um, so I I asked oh, our friend you what say, the you I'm say sorry? local, but you say local, but like for for listeners. Like just say small business because it's local for us, but not necessarily for other people. Well, I like to think that everybody lives with us during the time that they're listening to the <laughs> podcast because um, we, we bring them into our home. Like be, a lot of people think that podcasts go with you wherever you are, but you actually go wherever the podcast is. So 
Um, welcome to uh, <laughs> the general Cleveland area. Um, yeah. Illyria, yeah. Lorraine. Yeah. Um, uh, ride on our magic school bus and figure out where we are. Um, beep, beep. So... Uh, The main goal of Death Drip uh, Apparel and its brand is to raise money to open a community center uh, slash workshop in Elyria, Ohio, Um, which is super cool. We need more things like that. Um, Obviously, having some sort of community support is really good because Elyria is kind of a downer of a town and it could use as much positivity as possible. Positivity. Positive <laughs> positivity. I mean it is and, uh, it is yeah. developing that in, in different oh, ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of the younger people around here are pushing for that kind of thing, you know. A lot of them are, are trying to work towards that yeah. kind of community. And this is one instance of that and it's really good to support them in any way that you can. Uh and that means getting some sweet ass clothes, you know? Yeah, um, I got who that. Does, web- who doesn't like that? I got that website opened up. Um, you can check them out at uh, deathdrip.com. That's d e a t h d r i p dot com, and uh, check out some of the things that they have here, um, including merchandise for our good friends and podcast siblings, Breakfast at Stevenies, which has a special thing there too that you can buy. But uh, we're not talking about them because. <clears throat> we are us um (laughs) but yeah take a look at what they have there um figure out uh what you want and once you're ready to make your purchase you can enter the the code bdr20 to receive bdr20 yeah what do they get with that chris uh 20 percent off their purchase for anyone who uses it uh one use per customer yeah and that's active now yeah, you could do that. I don't. I don't know how long that lasts, but uh, you know. You know, honestly, I don't either. Um, try but it. You could always try it. It doesn't hurt to try it. I mean, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work anymore. But uh, d- during the time that it works, use it. Yeah, and the more that you guys uh, buy, the more the more stuff you get using that code, uh, the more likely we are to you know uh, see some return on that because that's kind of how advertising works but it the most important thing is is that again you're supporting um the the arts and and Mm -hmm. media here within Mm -hmm. the community that chris and i are closely linked to so um consider that and uh and and do that um our second sponsor for the day is um uh whatever the gray beans were uh gray beans it goes in gray and comes out grayer. Yeah. Um, what's fun about those? So I've got a bowl of the gray beans right here. Um, mm. And uh, I don't know if you can hear it, but it, it, it sounds like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's, these... that's the classic That's the classic gray bean sound. You want to hear that. You open the can and you immediately start hearing that sound. You know and what nothing's I, moving. Nothing it, is moving in the can. <laughs> you know what I like to do with the gray beans? I like to stick my fingers in them, kind of like those slime videos that my daughter is obsessed with, so I can make those fart noises. Interesting mm. enough, it doesn't matter what you do to it. It still sounds like this. Hold on one second. Yeah, that's just, um, that's just gray bean. Yeah, um, and the gray beans, they keep you. Um, I think it's supposed to say keep you, like, regular or something. But no, 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 no. From, from what I understood... Um, you know they uh, they they uh, become a part of you and they keep you. Yeah, 
So it is, what um, it, it is what it says. As it says, that's what they do. So if you just type um, Warbishaw's gray beans in your um, in your address bar, uh, it doesn't have any other uh, context to it. Just type that no. in there. Yeah, um, just type that. The moment you hit enter, apparently the gray beans will be at your door. Uh, that's what happened to me, and uh, you can you can get a free supply of gray beans to keep you um, by typing in Warbishaw's gray beans. Uh, Warbishaw is spelled D-O-N-T-D-O-I-T. Um, I don't know how that equates to. Yeah, I don't. I it, it must be like I don't know. There there must be like some accents that are over top of it, but they don't work that into the uh, typing. Yeah, this is a really interesting like copy to read from. But anyway, mm. thank you, mm. Warbishaw. Thank you, Death Drip. Um, we're rich now, so we can stop doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. And and um, yes. Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're a couple couple of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. We talk about fun characters we've created. And give advice about how to make your own quirky characters. Check us out every other week, wherever podcasts are found. Oh yeah, uh, also... Thanks to uh, thanks to the people on our on our Facebook who have uh, helped us achieve that over 100 likes. Uh, it seems like we just recently started doing this, so to have that many people following seems uh, impressive to me. Surprising, uh, nice to know that there's that many people that are interested in the things we're doing. Yeah, you that's and I the, get together weekly and basically a, just. The, fart in our microphones and people yeah. seem to like it so thank you that's a plug to the audience uh you guys are the real champions of uh, champion town yeah uh, you're 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 the business <laughs> 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 all right so speaking of the business let's pick one together that we all want right. to uh give the business are we going to say them at the same time again and see if we get anywhere close to the same ones? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll count down this time, and uh, and we'll say it at the same time. And, again, the stakes are high here because if it's the wrong one, it means you don't love me. Oh. Are you ready? Ever, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I guess. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Ninja Monkey Dojo. Uh- did you say something? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love me. Because <laughs> I was still reading them all, but also, yeah. Okay, Ninja Monkey Dojo. Are there any? Are there any that are just two words? Because we can mix them like we did last time. Oh, uh, we got biscuit dough and Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about what about cold coffee? <laughs> can we can we we just gotta really like set this one up, tee it real high so we can just knock it out of the park. So um we've got uh Oh man, that's tough. Let's just do uh ninja monkey <laughs> wait, 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 I got it, I got it, <laughs> here it goes, 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna do um, Ninja Monkey Dojo, which was submitted yeah. by Joe. Thank you very much, Joe, for that. Yeah, but we are job. also going to mix in a little bit of AJ's Moon Phases. All right. So we have Ninja Monkey Dojo Moon Phases. I'll start because it's easiest to start this. Um, we see a classic ninja dojo um, where we hear the sounds of training going on on the inside. We see the silhouettes lit by um, some sort of candlelight or something within of figures fighting amongst each other. And, and they stop when they are halted by uh, the sound of a sensei and they stop and bow to each other. And then the camera just kind of phases through the the like rice paper walls or whatnot, um, and we see figures whose features are obscured by their ninja gi, but we can tell automatically that they are slightly disproportionate for them to be considered human. Um, we can see long, yeah, long. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, the entire movie is subtitled because the entirety of the audio, uh, the the dialogue, is just like... (laughs) And um, and that was pretty good, if I do say so myself. I I feel like if there are any monkeys listening to this, I may or may not have just offended all of them. Um, But, uh, yes, so there you go. You are now within the dojo. (laughs) Alright, um and while in the dojo there uh we see we see one monkey that's just sitting off to the side and it looks kinda sad. And uh the uh the the the, 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 the teacher goes over to it and starts making monkey noises, but at the bottom it says, Whose toes are those? And uh, <laughs> the monkey starts getting excited oh, no. and starts clapping. And he's like, whose toes are those? And the monkey jumps up <laughs> and runs over and gets in line with the rest of the monkeys. And uh, they continue their training. But then uh, suddenly the lights go out inside the dojo. Oh, no. And uh, they all run outside to see what's going on. And when they do, they see that the uh, the moon seems to be rapidly changing through phases above them. And uh, then, like, out of nowhere, a bunch of monkeys wearing red ninja uniforms drop down and start fighting with the monkey dojo monkeys. And it's a big, crazy fight. All the monkeys are getting thrown around, and there's uh, screeching and eking. And when the dust settles, it's the dojo monkeys have accomplished their goal of defeating the red monkeys. And the red monkeys are all scurrying away looking defeated and when they all leave finally the moon stops changing phases and um then from the sky a big like powerful shogun looking monkey comes dropping down and he points at the master of the dojo and when he does all the monkeys get knocked back All right, is that me now? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, with with like a solemn like, oh, uh, all of the monkeys get blasted back, <clears throat> and uh, 
our protagonist monkey um like kind of shambles back up a bit maybe like still prone but up on its propped up on its elbows and uh the shogun monkey steps through um and is getting ready to de- uh, deliver the finishing blow and it's stopped by the old sage monkey that runs the dojo here um and uh it's kind of like a master splinter versus shredder type deal um where this this um shogun monkey is not actually a monkey at all it's actually a gorilla which is an ape as we all know um and the the master monkey and the shogun have a conversation all in grunts and whoops and weeps and uh it it the subtitles essentially read that like the time of the monkey has come to an end it is time for the the apes to you know run the show and uh and the sage monkey is like this is something that you've tried for years and will never happen or whatever like you know basically like a like a really really smart slap in the face that i'm incapable of producing um and uh big old ape lifts uh it's it's large sword or whatever weapon it has and slices through it obi-wan kenobi style as the old sage monkey just essentially disappears leaving nothing but clothes behind and uh our protagonist is like no <laughs> and um they they fight off this this character but are knocked unconscious in the uh in the scuffle and when they come to the dojo around them has been destroyed um and the moon is still overhead um uncharacteristic of the time of day because it is it has been some time and the moon is just perpetually over like the sky so um which i i don't know why because i know that apes are not nocturnal or anything but apparently that's the that's the aesthetic that they they like um and it it indicates the evilness that's upon the world the darkness that has fallen yes darkness um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, little kill switch humor nice um (laughs) so they uh the protagonist comes to seeing the the sprawled out bodies of the remaining monkeys and uh realizes this is the chance for vengeance and and to protect their way of life they they begin training cue montage of uh of a monkey just you know really running the gamut of training like a very like karate kid uh training montage you know or like uh even better like uh three ninjas montage like punching those uh wooden statues that make their eyes light up um and stuff like that and you know constant flashbacks of of the master monkey giving them their training from previous years and all of that stuff and set to, uh, uh set to some like 80s power metal but all the uh, all the lyrics have been replaced with monkey noises yeah <laughs> yeah well i was i was thinking like that ki- that type of music it's like you know like that very um like just lo-fi oh, yeah the, yeah yeah really really intense music training and stuff like that almost like a like a home alone developing the uh the traps when he's, yeah, music <laughs> yeah. yeah uh so 
yeah, he goes through all of this, um, preparing himself for the, the final countdown. No, the final confrontation. That's it with the apes. Um, knowing that it's only a matter of time before his survival has been found out, um, because it's their, their goal to wipe out all monkeys. And, uh, yeah, now that our, our protagonist is prepped, uh, set us up the scene uh, of the final confrontation. <clears throat> All right. All right. So, uh, so the hero monkey is standing here in front of the, in front of, uh, the great tower of the apes. And, um, he looks up at the sky and he notices that the, uh, there's a spire at the top of the, th- there's like a little, like, extended piece at the roof of the tower that, like, meets perfectly with the moon. And, like, once he once he sees that again, the moon starts spiraling through its uh, phases rapidly, and he's like, "I gotta get up there. There's something about that that I just gotta get up to the top of this tower." So he goes through fighting along the way, fighting all the henchmen, climbing his way up through the through the tower until he gets to the very top where the shogun ape is, who laughs at him and says he's too weak to defeat him, and it's it's the the age of the monkey is over and it's apes time now and the uh the monkey insists that that's not the way things are gonna go and they have a big epic battle but nothing seems like it's injuring the ape so the monkey steps back and looks around and he sees that there's an area in the top of this building that goes straight up to that little spire at the top of the tower and he quickly tries to work his way up there and once he's up there, he punches through the top of it, and when he does, he hears a like glass shattering sound. He punches he looks, the moon. <laughs> he looks up. Yeah, well, he looks up and out, and he sees the moon shattering, and the sun appears, <sighs> and the sunlight starts pouring down into the tower. And when it hits the ape, he starts screaming, and he shrivels down into just a little chimpanzee. Oh, man. The, monkey, the monkey goes over and picks him up and he says, all that and this is your true form the entire time? You're pathetic. Not even worth my time. And throws him down on the ground and leaves the tower uh, walking triumphantly into the sunlight. Yeah, I like the idea that the apes put a giant contact lens on the sun and turned it into the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even an ape. It was a chimp. Yeah, Well, I mean, a chimp is still an ape. Chimpanzees are not monkeys. Whatever. <clears throat> know your stuff, Chris. God, I don't know about. I just know I like the monkeys. Monkeys have gold- tails, dude. I like the golden tamarind lion monkeys because they have long mustaches. Now, so I would love to see a golden tamarind lion monkey thing, which is obviously very small. Pick up a chimpanzee and toss him to the side because <laughs> that 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 well that that could be what the uh, sensei of the dojo is. He's, he's oh, a little a- tamarind. Yeah, like the oh, small but fierce little tamarind. Yeah, he's, he's got the wise mustache. Yeah, and then and then the um the monkey you know walks out wearing its its gi and and everything and then uh you hear a and the monkey falls down and there's a trank in its back and humans come in and collect it in a box and leave um and put it in a zoo because humans ruin everything. Um, uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. As it zooms out, you see that like this is just like a tiny little 
patch of forest where the monkeys have just imagined all these things around them. <laughs> the, the, the whole thing took place in a zoo, but you don't actually realize that that's what it was because this is how monkeys get by in the zoo. <laughs> uh, they, they pretend all of this stuff uh, so that they can like get past the mediocrity of living yeah. in a zoo and, and they're, all cr- they're creating their own fantasy adventure with this really a statement on the uh, shittiness of zoos. Yeah. But also, also kind of just a fun adventure time. <laughs> I love that because then we have like a whole series of movies based on this where we see like Animal Die Hard where, uh, you know, <laughs> we're like bears basically reenact the plot of Die Hard. Um, I don't know if a bear's going to be able to crawl through a vent. <laughs> they try. <laughs> they get a real, aw, they get like a cute like Pooh Bear situation where they're just stuck with their ass sticking out of a hole um i love it drive out to the coast have a couple (laughs) drinks (laughs) a bear's ass sticking out of the bed Uh, and alan Alan rickman bear walks up and just shoots him because he's stuck in the fence (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of the movie boy die hard would have been a lot different if that were the case Bruce Willis just gets stuck in the vent and gets shot by Did you say Alan Rickman. Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Bruce Willis. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh man, I liked it. I hope you liked it too, listener. Uh, we we had a good time. Um, we we do have some housekeeping housekeeping um stuff that we I think maybe at some point I might just edit in like an audio clip of that for the housekeeping segment of oh, this yeah, podcast yeah, 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 just yeah. comes in like housekeeping one hand job or whatever and then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um yeah um lots of stuff going on behind the scenes right now we are gearing up Hello. um literally uh for the first shoots of biscuit dough video um, which will be our YouTube channel where you can find all of the projects that we're working on no! and all the different things that we're doing. Um, and, uh, you know, just lots of stuff going on. Um, Chris just dropped out of the call. Bye, Chris. I guess I'm handling the housekeeping on my own some. Um, yeah, we've got a, a video channel coming up soon. Um that we're going to be featuring the video that you select. So if you take the time to listen to this podcast um, and select one of the prompts that you've enjoyed thus far, um, go ahead and send that in to us at, uh, Oh, you're back. Chris, Chris, are you back? back. Nope. I'm back. Oh, okay. We missed you. I don't know what happened. It suddenly just like went to like the startup screen of, uh, Discord, but it wouldn't, uh, you know. Oh. Whatever. Let's... Well, I already finished the show, Chris. <laughs> 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 well, well, we'll keep this. Put this in. I'm back, and I want to say bye bye to everybody. Thank you for listening, and uh, have a sweet. Uh... Uh, I'm just kidding. I didn't finish the show. Um, so uh... <laughs> I like that you said have a sweet <laughs> noise. <though. laughs> I did, um, I did a little kiss first. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Um, anyway, yeah. So 
if you have liked any of these videos um, and you would love to see any one in particular turned into an actual video, um, so send that to biscuitdoughradio at gmail.com and uh, we'll be taking that into account and making some of these. Um, we got a couple other videos that we're doing of our own volition, but um, it's going to be a, a good time. Um, and we'd love if you would continue again. We said it at the top of the show, but send in your prompts. Um, and uh, maybe stories you've written using the prompts that we've already done any like artwork or anything like that we have a couple of people that i know that have been working on some artwork that we're excited to, to see it at some point but um we just want to encourage you if you're yeah. if you're drawing things literally even if it's a napkin doodle uh that you snap a pic of and send uh we just want to see it yeah we and, we, we we like interaction any interaction that we can have with uh, our listeners is <laughs> That's yeah. the, that's the spicy we, spicy lasagna that I like. So uh, <laughs> we need constant validation from strangers. Yeah, I want I want to um, know that you care. Oh, <laughs> <aw. laughs> well, and and we know that you care because you've yeah, listened this you guys, far. You so thank are, you if you stuck it out. You guys are wonderful. Um, and we appreciate your existence, and we hope yeah. we hope that uh, we hope that our dumbness can bring a little uh, bring a little joy to your lives. Yeah, because it brings joy to our lives. Yeah. We love doing it. And um, if you want to keep up to date with things, uh, we're not the best at it, but we do have social media. And um, yeah, I've been trying we'll to be, be posting. I've been trying to be things. more involved on like the Facebook side of things, but uh, you know. Yeah. Um, we uh, we'll we'll do. Th- I I would love to take pictures to put on Instagram, yeah. but we we just sit in our offices well, and, out or like our rooms or whatever. That's, so that's the thing too of like uh, anyone who does like any fan art and shit will put that up on the Instagram like. We don't really have yeah. any sort of thing to show for ourselves, because we're good boys and we don't leave the house. <laughs> like we don't, we oh, shouldn't leave and do worry. things right now. You say that, so. but I have to go work here four hours, despite there being a curfew set in the state of Ohio. Uh, I know, and no one obeys that curfew, so mimi risky life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, and and I I normally do this at the. Uh, I don't know if you listen to our podcast, Chris, but I normally do like a little outro thing at the end, but I'm just going to do it right now. I want to thank uh, Imposters, the band, um, for the use of our theme song, Sailor, off of their album, Someone, Sometime, Somewhere. Mm -hmm. They just announced that they have new merch available that you can find on their Facebook page, and, and I don't know if they have an actual website or not, but it's easily found on Facebook if you just search Imposters Music. Um, they just released like a vinyl pressing of one of their albums, uh, some t-shirts and stuff. So just in time for you guys to, uh, buy some gifts for friends. Uh, obviously our theme song is a banger and you can't Slaps. go wrong with, uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with buying some of that stuff and pick up some merch. Uh, if it helps send them a message and just tell them that biscuit dough radio sent you that way. Uh, you won't get a discount. But uh, you might in the future if it yeah. if it benefits them. So, um, yeah. Uh, again, special thanks to Death Drip Apparel. Thank That's you, at deathdrip.com. Yes, thank you, Zach, for for supporting this podcast, and we hope that uh, you beautiful listeners will, uh, you know, will turn that favor around, pay it forward, and, and check out their stuff yeah. by using our discount code, which is. BDR20. I wish I, That's right, I wish I had a little echo on that. But uh yeah, uh you know, it's the the seasons, the holidays and stuff coming up like he said about the band too. So I mean, it's never a bad time to get someone a hoodie, a shirt, hat, 
you know, shorts, yeah. all that shit. Uh, death trips got you on it all, so. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know. Craig's gone. Check out some things. Craig's gone now. What's <laughs> going on? What's going on, Discord? Well, I hope our recording turns out well because our uh, internal recording just fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Fuck you, Craig. All right. Well, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. What's our sign off this week, Chris? Why is it not picking up keep- me making that noise? <laughs> I don't know. Well, keep your wiener hard. That's mine. Uh, keep your balls on the backboard. <laughs> keep your balls on taint. Uh. All right, everybody. We love you. Goodbye now. Bye, biggies. R20.